forth. Uh, our big topic, our uh, top story today was all about Naomi Osaka, and we talked about whether or not her withdrawing from the French Open, you know, whether that was appropriate, and I'll talk about whether, you know, she should have to do these press conferences. She said she doesn't want to talk to the media anymore. She's suffering depression, suffering from anxiety, and we had a lot of callers. Sheba Siddiqui is my producer, and she screens the callers, and they came in. And uh, Sheba, you seemed to, you got a sense that there was a, a, a sameness in the opinion Yes, there was a sameness. I found that there was a very popular white male opinion, Alan, if I go ahead and say so. I would have loved to have heard a black female call in and tell us her perspective. I'd love to hear what it's like to be a black female, first of all, in an everyday world. Oh, I can't imagine that, how difficult it is. And then as a professional athlete. And now I know a lot of people are comparing her to Serena Williams. And Serena would never do this, and Serena is so much more professional. But we also have to think of the old institution versus the new. Naomi Osaka is much younger than Serena. She's trying to do it her way. And I think it takes so much effort to put your well-being over your ambition and to prioritize your mental health. Now, somebody called in and said that he's afraid of heights, but he's a construction worker. Imagine that your company, your construction company, respected that, respected your anxiety and your depression and paid attention to it and didn't put you at the top of a building because you're afraid of heights. Mm -hmm. I just feel like we don't put enough emphasis on our own mental health and we tell people to suck it up. That's what we're paying you for. You're an athlete. You're supposed to entertain us. I don't agree with that at all. Okay. I, I I totally hear the whole, you know, we do tell this. We do say this to each other, you know, suck it up. You know, it's, you know, just... Go and deal with it. Just go deal with it. We do that on mental health. And coming up, we're going to talk about anxiety and specifically men and anxiety. Big problem. That's in our next segment. I hope you'll stick around for that. Um, you, you, you sense that this is gender and, 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 and also race-based somehow? I, I, I don't follow that. I do think that it, both of those come into play here. I mean, I don't know if this was a white male tennis player. I don't know if he would have gotten as much kickback. And especially her age as well. She's very young. I don't know how old she is. She's like in her early 20s, I think. That's right. And so she's coming into this with her own view, her own lens, her own care on her and focus on her mental health to the point where she walked off. I feel like Roland Garros, the tournament, actually should have supported her more. Uh, And and it's so serious that she left. She paid her $15,000 fine and she left. So it's... Obviously, an issue there, and I, I have so much respect for any anybody in any profession who puts their mental health first. I think it's pretty clear that the reaction from the tennis authorities when the the big four got together and said, "Hey, hey, we hope you get all the help you need, um, and we respect your everything." By the way, you owe us fifteen thousand dollars, and if you continue to miss these things, there's going to be more repercussions. It basically, threatened her. And I don't know. I I think we could have diffused that situation. I think we could. I think you make a great point, Sheba, is that you know if you think of the Grand Slams as the employer, then I think there's a better way to do it than say, "Hey, we respect you. You still got to do it, or else we'll fine you." It's like they're doing you a favor. So what? And you know, I've been thinking about this on 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 a personal level. One of my sons is an incredible goalie. And now we've been watching the Leafs Habs, obviously, for the last few weeks. And Carey Price is just amazing. And he's just, I mean, he's a Leafs fan, unfortunately. But um, he plays goalie. So I'm thinking, you know what? If he were to keep going with this and get better and better and better and 
any, any child, any of our children, right, in any sport, is it just assumed that they have to put up with all of the BS in sports and all of that to their, to their detriment to, in, to entertain us, the public? And we love a good breakdown. Alan, look how, pro, how interesting that Tiger Woods documentary was. We, as the people in the public, we love to watch a good breakdown, which is but, so unfortunate in itself. But isn't, but isn't I think, but isn't that separate from you do press conferences because this is professional sports and professional sports is entertainment, and that's. But she is saying that these press conferences trigger her depression and her anxiety, mm-hmm. and I believe her. I mean, somebody called and told me, "Oh, come on, she's being so dramatic. She's making yeah, it well, up. Uh, Everybody yeah. uses anxiety as, a, as an excuse nowadays." I don't think so. I think that we have just gone decades not talking about mental health and anxiety and depression, that we're actually sort of coming to an awakening now where we, we need to acknowledge it and talk about it more. And for her to do this, I think, bravo. I think it's going to change a lot of things in sports and the way that hopefully other organizations approach mental health with their athletes. Let's see what happens. But I stand by her. I'm so proud of what she did, and I hope that other athletes understand how important mental health is regardless of what's on the line. Sheba, thank you so much for your perspective and adding a a different opinion to it. I, I really appreciate that. And